Hey, Sean. Yes, Ray. Do you know what today is? Uh, is it the Lord's Day? No, no, it's not the Lord's Day. Every day is the Lord's Day. But <laughs> it is our two-year anniversary of doing brand new jerks here. It sure is, my friend. Two years. My, how the time flies. It is crazy. It is crazy. It came up with my Facebook memories, and I was like, holy shit, we've been doing the podcast for two I years. I know. <laughs> we, we went from... Um, Sitting on your couch yes. at your old apartment. Yes. I lived in a different apartment. Yes. And uh, and now... To a, st- a couple of studios, to back to my apartment, now to... My apartment, and soon, probably back to a studio. Back to a studio, because we're, we want to be professional, right? We want to be professional. I, I, feel like, I feel like we're getting a little too relaxed sitting on this couch. The last episode, um, we ended it we were both laying down on the couch <laughs> feet to head so it wasn't weird yeah it doesn't matter our genitals are still lined up <laughs> were they? no but we were laying in a way where our genitals were touching each other's chest <laughs> we, were, we were in the fetal position yes because you're like holy shit we've been doing this for two, for two years <laughs> I, I was gonna ask you if if you remember a couple of things not necessarily a game. I didn't prepare from the pod. Yeah, if 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 you can remember a few things, I drink heavily, Ray. So probably not. That's what'll make it fun. Okay, great. Like shoot, shoot. Okay. Let's see. When we started the podcast, episode one, what injury did I have? Oh, I know what it was. You, you brought your ass. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> on it was on your the. Paul, it was in your apartment, right? In the yes. bathroom, right? That, I, I've done that. That's why it's a very, it's almost like a New York badge of honor. I did burnt. it last night at a bar, had one. Ooh. A bar had one, not in their bathroom, like literally just in the middle of the bar. Where, what bar was this? They deserved to be called out. Great bar, though. What I don't bar? really want to call them out. All right. Actually, I, I, hope, I, know it? I hope they're listening. Snowdonia? Oh, yeah, I've never been there. It's a great bar. Yeah, I heard it's, it's a great. really chill bar, but they just had a, one of those poles just kind of like randomly hidden and i was thinking like like fortunately i don't have a burn from it because i like hit it quick and like you know yeah felt it and and like felt it immediately fortunately but if you're shit-faced you are yeah you're getting a fall into that bad boy yeah you're getting a a, a, you're getting a scar i still have the scar from imagine you're blackout drunk and you hit it and then you don't know where it came from oh my god crazy burn have you ever woken up drunk with an injury you didn't remember how you got yeah, I had, recently I fell on my tailbone and it's, it's still healing. But you don't remember when you fell. I figured it out later. When I woke up, I didn't know why. Yeah. And then my I remembered that I fell in my, in my apartment. I, I was I was bad. It was like blackout. Well, that's that's what I uh, well my knee got real messed up a couple of years ago. We should do a sketch where it's <laughs> it's like Jaws where they're comparing the scars, but it's only drinking <laughs> injuries <laughs> or only New York based <laughs> injuries. That's <laughs> good, dude. <laughs> That's a really good idea. That's a good idea, right? <laughs> Put a pin in that. <laughs> Nobody steal it. Nope. Uh, but Don't you, steal that. It's already TM'd. TM. Trademarked. But the... Um, oh, yeah. I had that. I've had other ones. Like, I... Uh, not that I didn't remember how I got. Did you have any that you were blacked out? I, you, bro- I broke uh, three toes. Ooh. I, I, so, when I uh, was doing comedy in Pittsburgh, there was like an open... Which... There was an open mic that was kind of how the creek in the cave used to be here, where it was kind of like where everybody ended up at some point. Yeah. And it was like a really good hang. A comics, com- comic hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went down there. Uh, my buddy used to live right near there. I would get hammered drunk at his house and party at a certain point in my life, and I would just stroll down to the open mic 
and I would literally like do sets in gym shorts and like um like slides. I think you might have told me about this. And one day you were loaded. Loaded. I like I did this a couple of times. Like I'd be down there like smoking cigarettes and the cigarettes are I don't smoke cigarettes, they're disgusting. <laughs> and some some dude like was like saying shit to me. Like it was a buddy of mine, like was trying to like like fuck break with balls. me, like breaking yeah. balls. And uh and I didn't have the brain capacity to break balls back. Yeah. So I took my foot and I went to kick the crate. He was sitting on like a milk crate yeah. out from under him. And he's just a big dude. The crate didn't move at all. And I just destroyed my toes. Oof. And like didn't like think anything of it. I'm just like walking around like the rest of the night, not even noticing until like somebody's like, dude, you're fucking bleeding a lot. Ooh, yeah. yo, you're bleeding from it. Yeah, dude. You like ripped my toenail up. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Because usually just straight up broken toes is one of the only injuries where they're like, well, what do I do? They're like, Nothing like, like you really, <laughs> if you have like a, br- a broken p- a pinky toe, you, you probably go to the hospital and they're like, yeah, just I don't know, we, that, they they can't put anything on it. I think it's like your nose too is kind of like that. Yeah, well, nose they they don't do a tape thing or like a I guess they kind of do, but it's more or less just to like make sure nothing else hits it. Right? They can't yeah. like yeah. Uh, I, 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 I had a. Uh, I I had I had a thing recently, a blackout thing. What was it? I did the thing. I've done it one other time before, where I've gotten drunk, and I've went to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Yeah, we talked about this. And didn't do the last step of pulling out my penis. (laughs) (laughs) That's also not the last. The last step is like. Wiping or flushing. Or well, I don't wipe my. I'm, I'm circumcised. I don't have to. I don't have to clean after I take pisses. So, but you just didn't. You just figured it was out. I might actually just start wiping my ass after every time I pee, just to make sure. It's like, hey, while I'm in there, might as well make sure I'm fresh. Yeah. No, but I, I wake. I woke up the next morning, and now it's getting back because I live with my significant other. Yeah. It's like you know I can't be. There's nowhere to hide. You can't be like. It can't be like. You're a heavy metal band in the, in the, in the 80s. <laughs> Pissing your pants in a hotel room. Snorting ants. Brett Michaels from Poison. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what I did is I just, I got, I got up. She even saw me get up. I walked to the bathroom, go in there, flip open the toilet seat, turn on the light, forget the final step, and did I you just have go. boxers on? You had boxers. Or did you have pants? Like Jeans. Full jeans. Oh, you were still fully dressed. Fully dressed because I passed out, I passed out drunk. In my full attire, and did you did you realize it mid mid pay or did you just no? I, well, what, what I must have done is I take, took the pants all completely off and walked back into the bed full Winnie the Pooh, went to sleep, wake up the next morning, and they were just like in the doorway of the bathroom. Uh, out of curiosity, was this the Super Bowl night? Doesn't matter <laughs> because I was here for this. I actually felt bad because I was like I I wasn't drinking that night. You were high horsing. I, I was not high horsing. Yeah, you were like you were like oh, I don't even need to drink to have a good. Dude, <laughs> no, did, you, did you ever hear somebody say I don't need to drink to have a good time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're out of my life. <laughs> okay, dude. What are you? <laughs> Easy, Jesus. Uh, no, you you were in rare form. That was great. But like, I felt I felt bad because I'm like, man, I wish I was. I wasn't drinking because I drank too much the the night before. I was having fun. You were like putting on a show up here, right over there, right over there. You had your 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 nice little um your not flip flops, your 
um, oh, house slippers shoes. on, your house shoes. house shoes. Yeah, yeah. And you were just yelling at the TV screen and fighting people and all sorts of stuff. I've been there. I love the Super Bowl. You had a tremendous time. I had a ball. I also, I, I left early because I was hanging out with my lovely lady. Yeah. And um, then that's when the game got good because the game was boring. Roll. The like, game sucks. was really good. Once, and the halftime show I thought was so good. And, and I think... Uh, a lot of people might say, Ray, you just really like the halftime show because you were blacked out drunk. But it's not the case. Everybody was freaking out about that halftime show. How good it was? Yeah. Like right here at the party. Well, do you know why? It was people of a certain age. Yes. And that's what they do now with these halftime shows. Yeah. They try, they try to go for nostalgia. It was like that 50 Cent M&M thing from a couple of years ago. Was that Which last year? I didn't like as much as I should have. Last night was a better version of it. Yeah. Yeah. They were like... Well, people were shitting on 50 Cent because he was doing, like, prison pull-ups. And he was fat. And he was kind of fat. Like, he yeah. still wasn't even fat. It's just, when you can't do the same move you do in a video if you're remarkably less in shape. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because he was, he was jacked in the, whatever that video that is where he does that move. Like, like oh, he does, your, like, your body's hanging over. Yeah, body hanging yeah. out. Yeah, I just picture it being, like, in a prison bunk bed. Like, that's, it might even be what it's in the well, video. It's a, it's a, I think it is. Yeah, so. But it, it is, uh. It was him. He does it in the video, doesn't yeah. he? Just a little slower. You ever wonder this? Isn't it kind of kind of weird that you're in prison and prison so hard, but you're in bunk beds? And they give you fruit like, cups watched, at lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you fruit cups and like. But isn't it kind of like weird? I, I watched a video once of this guy who his 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 roommate and his cellmate was was. Um, a child molester. They put him in there. Did you ever see that clip of the guy who he was already there for murder, and the cellmate was a pedophile, and he wouldn't. He, they put him in there, and he told the guy and was trying to qualify it to him, and he was like, "No, nah, just so you know, you're leaving in the morning. You're getting the fuck out of here." And the guy wouldn't stop talking about it, and he goes, and the guy was uh, just matter of fact. He's like, "The guy's a little bigger than me, so I got down, and I, I just, I, I just smashed his head, and then just kind of strangled him with my belt until or whatever, you know, strangled until he wasn't breathing anymore." And they go, and they go, and you, you meant to do it. He goes, yes, sir, I did. And, <laughs> and he goes, and he was a, one of the, he goes, he was a pedophile, one of the bad cases. That's what he says in the video. But he calls him during the, the spiel. He calls, he goes, my bunkie. Bunky seems too <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a pet name that uh, that the guy from Mama's family would use. Vinton, the, the, yeah, Vinton. You're like my Bunky, come here, Bunky. But the yeah, Mama's family. We talked about Mama's family. It's a great show. Vicky Lawrence. Vicky Lawrence can always play that character because now she's just the age of Mama. Appropriate. She's yeah. even older. But I was. That's, I just thought of that now. It might be. A, might be a bit. Might be a prison bit. Might be a bit. Don't I've, take it. Don't take it. I that's that, been that's been pinned with the uh, with the sketch about New York scars. I have another corny. There's a thing in Lower East Side. There's a gym called Con Body, and it's a, it's prison workout. And I'm like, what if you're like, hey, I. It, it's probably four. Is that what it's for? Like, yeah, it's work. No, it's like workout, but it's supposed to be like prison style workout. Almost like they're trying to do like a hook, like like uh, what's it called? Uh, do, do they Brandon even does. do they even have get, like CrossFit? CrossFit. Do yeah. they even have guys like corner you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're in the laundry. They just have you do laundry, and you have to like escape getting your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you're like hammering uh, well, license saying, like, plates. I'm like, it's like four hundred bucks a month. I'm like, just go rob, try to rob a bank, and get caught. Yeah. You got a you got the real deal workout. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was funny. Anyway, go ahead. So you were saying, what was I saying? We were talking about the Super Bowl halftime shows. Oh, and the and you're right. This one was I like Fifty Cent way better than. Uh, Usher and those guys. Me too. Oh, maybe not Alicia. Alicia no, no, Keys. not Usher. I love Usher. 
Alicia Keys, I love. Yeah, she's her. amazing. She still looks. She's my age, I think. She looks amazing. She still sounds. She's amazing. same age as you. She's. You're the same age as Alicia. That's what I just Keys. said, right? No, I just. I was just. Oh, what? What you got something to say? I was just clarifying. It's cool, man. What? Why do you get? Why? Why are you looking at me like that? Because it's hurtful. You're my friend. I didn't do anything hurtful. Yeah, but it is, man. Just like you gave me Listen, shit about it, devil's advocate stuff. You can't. You know. You know. You know what I look like. I've I've aged horribly. I don't. I've, think I talk you, about I it never publicly. said that. I think I've always said you have good skin. I have good skin, but I still look older than I am. No. You look. You look your age. You know what I'm going to do is this. Yeah, well, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I was about to say cleaning up. I can't say that. <laughs> start cleaning up. Okay, start cleaning up. I'm going to clean up, meaning my 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 beard. Yeah. I'm going to take my beard off, and then we'll see who looks young. How you about look, that? Well, I I have a I still have a young picture of you in my trunk, on a skateboard. You do. That I have to see every time that. I, oh uh, yeah, that, that's me when I was. Well, also that's a little bit weird because it's me from it's me from communion my communion that's and weird. it says fucking funny so like if you got pulled over they don't know that you know me so just, <laughs> the cop would just be like who's this young boy on this skateboard <laughs> um, or, or he's like he's like oh you like a huge sean donnelly fan <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i had a uh I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it later you you haven't watched love is blind yet no i wish it I just did. came out yesterday yeah so you're not really that behind the curve um, but there is just two things I want to talk about. There's three episodes? No, there's six. Oh, that's, you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to play makeup from last season. Yeah. Last season was so bad. Dude. Well, this season, so far, so good. We've watched four episodes, I think. We know how much we love Love is Blind. So far, so good. Um, one thing I want to talk about, it's not a spoiler at all. The other thing is a spoiler, so you could tell me not to say it if, if I, if I, is I won't say more to it? Is, the, is it the biggest, no. it's the biggest thing in the episode? I won't say the second thing. We'll talk is about that, that after that you watch it. Is that much of a reveal? It's just good. It's good, and I don't want to ruin it for All you. All right, so what's the thing that's not The a other thing is, is something that somebody said, and it really um, bummed me out. It's something that has always grossed me out, and I've never verbalized it. One of the most disgusting things in the world that people say, because, you know, we always talk about words that gross us out, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. When somebody refers to their chest hair mm-hmm. as taco meat. Oh, have you heard that before? Yes, and it's disgusting. And I think it's even somebody trying to be like they're trying to be self-deprecating when they say it, right? It's a joke. It's when like, somebody it's like curly puby, like puby the chest most hair. the most disgusting thing that somebody could say to me is go, dude. I like to I like to let down one button so I can show a little taco meat. Nobody does it that way, do they? People talk about their taco meat. Oh, so gross, disgusting. That's the worst. I never want to agree with that, that one. Oh, no. Also, you you're gross if you're that's what you're you're seriously calling it taco meat. Like what but I, it, it's one thing like But it ruins I, taco meat for me a little bit too. Yeah, it's totally like I'm it's does. like I'm like eating out this guy's chest pussy. Yeah, and there's also already a very good chance that you have hair in your taco meat. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Like most taco places, you know, I've had some I've had to pull out a couple hairs from my 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 a wrap or a taco. Will you still eat it? Yeah, 45 too. I'm an adult I'm talking You know I, I'm not, It's not gonna stop me We had a um, We had a little moment At dinner last night Where There was nothing gross In my food But they did bring me The wrong entree Then 
they I didn't even say anything. They noticed that I was noticing it. And the guy comes over like, oh, my God, they brought you to the guys the same thing. Let me take it back. We'll get you what you got. Actually, he was going to leave it there with me. And I said, you got to get this here because I'm going to eat this entire plate before you get out my other plate. Because that's yeah. just how I do. <laughs> I'm a consumer. So he gets rid of that. He brings the beast will come out. Well, it, dude, if you put food in front of me, I'm fucking and you're, eating it. And if you're starving, it's like, oh, yeah. and, and I hadn't eaten all day. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. And uh, um, actually, all I had eaten was a cookie. Okay. Okay. Um, pretty good cookie, too. Um, but he uh, he brings it out. Then at the end of the dinner, gives me the check, and he char we her and uh, me and Natalie both got like a ravioli dish. Right. Mine was um, like a lobster. Hers was just like a cheese and peppers, and uh, both phenomenal. But he brought us out two of the cheese and peppers ones, which were cheaper. I didn't know that. He gives me the receipt. They charge us for two of the lobster ones, and it was like. 42 bucks a piece. Whoa. Which is expensive as hell for ravioli. Yeah, Valentine's Day is a fucking racket. It, it really is. And I say, hey, uh, you charge us for two of the... He was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make it simpler. They're the same price. I was like, oh, okay. And Natalie goes, no, they're not. And I was like, all right. She, to she, the guy or to you? She, right, right while he's there. And she, he's like, oh... Really? He's like, I think they are. She's like, well, maybe maybe double check. And he's like, okay, yeah. And he goes, it was $10 cheaper. Yeah. I don't, but he wasn't trying to scam. He wasn't because this is the... He doesn't get the money. They have the... Unless you went thinking of tipping. Or whatever. I tipping. still tipped him what the first thing was. Right, 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 right. This place has some of the best customer service I've ever had in New York, period. Right, 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 right. So the fact that they made that mistake, I didn't care. And the dude was so nice. But it was kind of also like two mistakes. Two pretty, pretty big mistakes. Tried overcharging me ten bucks. You brought me the complete wrong entree. Yeah. Our dessert wasn't free. <laughs> A glass of wine wasn't on the house. <laughs> I like how you De Niro faced that up before you take a insult him a little bit. Now, 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 now. Well, you you were a little out of line. You were on yourself. You insult him a little bit. No dessert for free. Don't you do that. No, no, we didn't insult him. Okay. Okay. I am a taxi driver. <laughs> These bulls are really raging. I am a bad grandpa taxi driver. <laughs> or dirty grandpa. Whatever I, told, I told you that's my that's my favorite bit is is the, the character is Robert De Niro. If he goes into the audition without reading the script, but just has the title. <laughs> These are some good fellas. We're good fellas. <laughs> What's with all these bulls around here? Somebody <laughs> needs to calm them down. They're raging. These are raging bulls. But you, the the way to go would have been them giving you dessert for free. It should have yes. been a free dessert. Um, usually this is the discretion of the waiter, I guess. Like He would have to be like, tell them. But in that case, the, the, owner the waiter made those, those two. And he oh. mentioned something too. He said, oh, he's like, I bet you were shocked when you got the wrong dish. You were probably like, oh, he's like, I'm glad we got that taken care of. And they do so well there. They probably don't need, they don't do it they probably don't do anything free because i don't know that i've had that happen before where like they throw in stuff because of whatever the weight or whatever it is uh me and megan we did the day before valentine's day smart move reservations probably easier way easier the restaurant was empty i did but i want to tell york you what happened in a second but real quick but new york city because you're, you're you're from here uh, well you're from long I'm island from, but yeah right near right near the city but new right york, york city has been a part of your entire life yes correct yes 
I and even on the island, like we when I got old enough, any chance we got we went to the city. We didn't go out east, we went to the city. So I've only had a serious girlfriend that I would make reservations with for dinner for two years here. It's nowhere is like New York City with making reservations. I feel like you don't need to make reservations as far in advance. Like like I was checking on places three weeks before Valentine's Day that we wanted to go and couldn't get reservations. That's Valentine's Day. Crazy. And and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. That's why I think it's like if both of you would be in agreement, going another night is like the same thing. We just couldn't. And you right. It was like the only night yeah, we could do it. Yeah. But it's also a thing where it's like also you because they have that prefix thing, you could have gotten more choices and more, you know. Oh, and they hammer you. They, they probably make the, their money for the year on Valentine's Day. Where'd you end up going? Play, okay, so there's a chicken place we order from all the time. I thought it was a straight up restaurant. Chick, uh, uh, Poulet Sans Tet. It means chicken without a head. I know. I know. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. Jesus. I didn't. Megan told me, okay? I'm not She's trying to be. my culture. I'm not trying to be no doll here. Are you French? You play French? No, no. My culture. Chicken? Part- people that think they know everything. <laughs> my people. Anyway, so uh, what it turns out is that must be the to-go wing of a restaurant called Left Bank, which is in the West Village on Perry Street. And so I was like, hey, let's go over there. We'll take it over. We'll go there because I wanted to get my chicken thing I get. And Left Bank's menu when you're there is a little bit different. You still can get the chicken, but I got the baguette thing. But it was it was good. It was really good. But they have these things called drippings potatoes where it's like the potatoes with the au jus from the chicken. It's like so good. They're amazing, right? So, and then Megan got mussels, whatever it was. But it wasn't a food thing that happened. We were there. Besides, there was a few people, two other parties that while we were there that were in the restaurant. And it was a sizable place. It wasn't tiny. And the one, the, uh, one weird thing that happened was the table behind us, like behind me, at one point, it was, I think it was a couple, like two, two gay dudes. One of them just starts going, ah. And I thought it was like somebody like special behind. I was like, "What is going? What is happening? What is, is that? A, is that a kid? Is that a kid?" And she's like, "Don't turn around. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, I can't tell what, what's mm. happening." And I'm like, I, "I wanted to turn my head so bad." And by the time I was able to turn around, they were like gone. Like it was like minutes later, whatever it was, twenty minutes. So later. you don't know. She had no idea what it was. They must have been joking around, but it sounded like somebody imitating somebody who had special needs. Yeah. So, but I thought it was somebody who had special needs. I thought it was like that. But I don't think it was. But it, who knows what the hell that was. But the other party that was there, same thing. It was a gay couple. And so we're there. We're talking. Me and, her, and Megan are talking. Normal. Having a good dinner. And then she goes, I'm going to use the bathroom. We'll get out of here. We'll walk back back home. And these, I, is the only other people in the restaurant. I'm on my phone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're whispering. And I can hear their conversation full full blast and they were saying that they were filming love on the spectrum <laughs> at that no no it wasn't that same oh, it was okay. a different group a okay. different couple but they were, but it was like basically it was like what i realized is one guy was talking to the other guy in that like teeth clenched undertone like that's like no nobody normal has four margaritas on a wednesday night that's not normal like that and it's like i want you to be as healthy as you can be and at one point i thought they were breaking up because i was trying to hear what yeah and i i was getting a clear shot of this yeah. and I, I had that thing where like they knew i could hear them even at the they were talking low you think so they knew Maybe not, but we're the only. T- Megan's in the bathroom. The the workers are down by yeah. the bar, which is you know twenty feet. They couldn't hear them, so they must have been trying to be quiet because I was there, and I didn't know that was happening until Megan left. So I'm on my phone, like, what do I do? If I, I can't turn my head. I'm just looking straight at my yeah. phone for like twenty minutes, and then they're like, and then at one point I think like, 
I heard one of them goes, fine, if that's what you want, that's what makes you happy, that's what you should do. And I, I care about your well-being. And I'm like, I think it was like a breakup, but then one of them drank too much. And then she was like, nobody has four margaritas on a Wednesday. I'm like, you fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it with the drunk in that relationship. Yeah, nobody, nobody that's boring. <laughs> sure. But if somebody that that was just what I was saying that that's the same person that was like I don't need to drink to have fun yeah exactly yeah you real, do. real stick in the hey mud. you should give it a shot because we're not having fun but did um, you ever have that moment where you you freeze because you're like if I make any move towards them they're gonna turn around and see me eavesdropping eavesdropping like, because it was it could not have been more apparent that I I, I heard them I've never had that but what is it what's a, a good topic of conversation here is. One, is that the only time you've ever like? Is is that one of the best public arguments you've ever seen between a couple? I can't. I've seen some other ones probably that are were. Um, I've seen. I saw a girl on her phone. Like only reason it was not better, but it was more intense because she was going hysterical on the not just hysterical crying. Like she was losing her mind in the middle of Union Square on her phone threatening this dude and what she would do to him what she'll do to herself freaking the fuck out that happens a lot it happens a lot happens here a lot. for sure i've seen that that's the only reason it was better because it was like everybody around her was like but didn't you were nervous like it was like she was like possessed it was like insane but besides that yeah it was like where you're hearing full you're kind of where you're like it's like a radio show yes. where you're like trying to figure out what's going on yeah that was probably the best why what did you ever hear i it's it was it was a time when i first moved here that i like felt bad for like the cops in New York because it was on like a uh, like a subway platform and there is this dude and this girl and they're like screaming at the top of their lungs. She like smacks him in the face. He like grabs her by her wrist and the cop like rolls up and he's like, hey, hey. Guys, I was I'm right here. Stop. <laughs> you know, like he was just like it was like it was like. Like right then I, I remember like Trying to articulate What I saw And I was like You know this guy Is probably somebody That saw Die Hard When he was a kid And was like I want to be an NYPD I'm going to be John McClane Yeah I want to be a detective <laughs> And then they got him Running the patrol In the subway stations He's probably Writing citations For halal carts yeah, you know, and like, oh, he's just doing <laughs> noise complaints, and, and and he's just had such a miserable day. My dad told me that he was. He said the most realistic television show about cops was Barney Miller, which was a sitcom where all they did was kind of just sit around the office talking, which is basically <laughs> what you do. But why? So, so what happened? Did, did they, they? They were like going at it. I'm just standing there, and I'm like, oh my god, is this cop gonna do anything? And because he, he like did like kind of like he saw it. It's you know what it was like. You remember when you said you worked at a video store? Yeah, I did. Has it ever Called been called Blockbuster? Ever hear of it? <laughs> well, like the biggest chain in the history of video rental. Oh, how are they doing? So they, uh, but it would be like when you worked a job like that and nobody has come in the store all day and you've just kind of resigned yourself to being lazy and not moving and then somebody comes in after like four hours of downtime and you're just kind of like... I got to get up and work. That's yes. what that cop felt like. And that's also a lot of, that's civil service a lot. Of yeah. 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 But he was just so like, ugh, what, really? You guys are doing this right in front of me. Like, you know, it's like, do this at home. You know why? Because they, they don't want to do the paperwork. They don't want it. Yeah. They, they're realizing like, this is going to be two hours of this bullshit. 
Uh, did I ever? T- I told you about the. It was. It was. It was an ambulance, and I think cops showed. I think it was cops that. Same kind of deal. Same exact vibe. The guy that we saw. I saw a guy. A bunch of us on the street. 14th Street between Avenue A and Avenue B, and the guy was passed out. With, I wasn't sure if passed out or dead, on sidewalk and on the street. What? You weren't sure if he was passed. We weren't sure dead. It was like one of these things where, it was, he the way he was lay, laying, I was like nobody lays like this normally, right? Yeah. So literally, I saw somebody kind of like looking at him, like trying to figure it out. I think they were trying to talk to him. I walked by. I'm like, it was so it was so jarring that you'd be like, I was like, sir, sir, nothing. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell he was breathing, no sound, nothing. A couple of other people came over. They're like, sir, are you okay? Sir, should we call? Are you hurt? Like, sir, sir, nothing, right? Somebody finally, because everybody's like, he's dead. Like, it was like that kind of thing. Somebody calls the cops. Cops and ambulance show up. Cops get out of their car. They go, Frank. <laughs> Dude goes, ah, ah. He just gets up like he was in his bed. <laughs> but the same vibe, dude. This shit again with this freaking guy. I, I, <laughs> Frank, Frank, what are you doing? It might have been Frank, what are you doing? Huh? Just got up like he was just out of a great nap. Dude, I, I, t- I told you about when we got arrested when we were like 18, 17, 18 in school for like underage drinking. And I, I was there with my one buddy who was kind of like always like got into trouble and like you know did some jail time when we were older <laughs> and when when they're padding stayed us stayed on brand <laughs> yeah when they're when they're padding us all down uh you know and they're like and they they're like you know like making sure we don't have drugs on us or whatever and he had the ink tags still on his clothes from the store they were like ah oh, so you even stole these clothes huh Brian <laughs> like they all knew him <laughs> they were like they were like, "Hey, Brian, you're back," you know. Like it was like, <laughs> and and then and then he's immediately like, "No, they, they left them on." You know how that happens sometimes. When they leave the ink tags with on. every part of your outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live, man. Um, that but that's how you like that is. I feel bad for the cops. Like to be a cop now in the city must be freaking rough. Must be brutal. And but I think a lot of time what happens is. That's also how you know you're probably dealing with a normal cop. So like, if the minute you have like a Eric Garner, I'm gonna choke you out, cop. You're like, mm, slow your yeah. roll a little bit. You have, a go- you have exasperated cop. I trust the most because you're just doing your job. Yeah. Like, because my dad used to tell me about that. He would like, there's guys like he ended up going into corrections. He's like, there was guys on corrections that thought they were like Spider Man, you know, like, Superman. You know, they would come in. <laughs> I think I already talked about this in the pod, but they would come in with <coughs> like 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 uh, ankle guns. They would come in, or like, or like shoulder uh, holster, like holstered guns in there, and they come in and they they'd be putting in their locker because you can't have a they gun on you in prison. They just they just carry it on them all the time. And my dad was like, <coughs> my dad was like, what are you doing? What's that for? And they go protection from what? <laughs> it's in your locker. Exactly. What are you gonna run and get it in case a prisoner kicks your ass a little bit? I think it's like that cop mentality. That's like. I told talk about this. When Were I, they I, like former cops? A lot of them, <clears throat> the the corrections. Yeah, my dad was a cop for a couple of years, and there was a layoff. So I think a lot. Some of them were former cops. Some of them just went into corrections. But I think there's a mentality where it's like, oh, I I'm part of this job, so I now I'm Mr. Tough Guy, and I do this. That was I've said this before. I got in trouble on Facebook when all the protests were going on, all that Eric Garner stuff. That was before George Floyd, but 
the I can't breathe stuff, which is yeah. I can't breathe right now because I'm choking. But I, um, I when that was going on, um, I posted where I was like, hey, I'm not I'm not anti-cop. I'm not I'm actually more pro cop than I am anti cop. Yeah. But I do think it's a civil service job. And when I went and did all the tests and all the dudes I met, I might have met out of hundred and fifty guys, I might have met two that I was like, I could hang out with these guys. The rest wow. of them were kind of douchebags or they were kind of like Mr. Tough Guy and it was like you know, like you see why that's they went who, into that field. hundred percent. Wow. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm it's from the peanuts I bought to your house. Are you a um this might make me a prick, but are you a, like a, we're we're talking going back to the people arguing in public? Yeah. Like like have have you ever argued with a significant other like at a restaurant? No. I have. Well, I've argued. I've done well the th- at a bar. I've done the th- <laughs> bars don't count. Hey, that's yeah, that's yeah, fair yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> I've had the thing where like um like an ex was like trying to fight with me, and I had to do like the like the. Can we like do this after? Like, yeah. please. Yeah. And then like, uh, and like, they they like were refusing. They were like ready to go full fucking nuclear on me. And like, I'd be like, can we please just like don't do this here? Don't do. Hey, yes. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna do the um the mozzarella sticks <laughs> as an appetizer. And uh, you like marinara, right? You like. Yeah. And then like walks away. And and I'm I'm like, I'm sorry, I just can't do this here. Yeah. yeah the teeth clench. The teeth clench. Yeah. Can we can we just yeah. Hey, can we just can we just have a you know uh, a meal before battle? <laughs> can we? And something would something triggered it. Like so, you said something, and that they started going nuts. Or they or they were, they showed up in battle mode. I don't even. I I, I can't even remember, remember that yeah. far. But but I just I just remember that feeling of like, hey, I'm like we're either getting the fuck out of here, or we're eating and doing this later. Like I can't. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I I don't like that look. I also. I'm I'm better well, better than I was, but you know the cro- the crux of this podcast is like I go a long way to avoid confrontation. Of course, I think a lot of people do. It's like you know, and it's probably not, it's not good on a grand scale because you don't talk about anything and nothing gets done. But like, yeah, in the restaurants, I've never, no, never had it because I was with my ex-wife for a while and we didn't we just didn't really argue. We just kind of didn't talk about stuff. You know, it was, you know, it was, nah, that sounds nice. It, it wasn't. No, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then now in my relationship, now we've gotten into it, but it's always been kind of like at the bar after or something. Or it yeah. should be private. Figure should, it out. It should like, be private. You know. Yeah. It should be private. Yeah. I, uh, you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. You having a girl, you having a GERD attack? Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I, I got it real bad last night. Yes, from having the Italian sauce. food. Yeah, yeah, it's all the the sauce. Gives <laughs> you, me, did you eat late? It gives me diagita. I'm sorry, the what? Diagita. Heartburn. You're yeah, Amer- you're American. That's what well, I you call it. You like, you're like like a negative five oh, percent Italian. Well, I'm not negative five. I mean, I'm like anti-Italian, like you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm anti-Italian, like Donnelly. <laughs> and the Italians don't get along. Give me, um, no, but I had a thing where. Uh, one of one of the, one of one of the things I do for uh for a little bit of dough is I um I'll do these uh corporate events for like uh like uh like trivia for corporate events and I I did one a couple of like a couple of weeks ago where there was a guy there 
that was that they brought in. He came in late. He was supposed to help me like get hooked up because like I hook up like an AV system and like the got like you know. And he was so rude to me. And like I make pretty like solid money doing that shit, but it was like I do realize one of the reasons I am so unsuccessful in life is because the way he was treating me. There was a point where I was like 50-50 on just being like, all right, dude, get the fuck away from me. Like, we're done. I'm out of here. Right. I'm shutting like, like not even a confrontation thing. Maybe even just be like, all right, dude, you know what? Go fuck yourself and like shut my stuff and leave. Like and you, were, just, you were close to that. Yeah. It was like, a, is it like, like treating like the help kind of situation? No, it was a, um, it was a thing where I think this dude was frustrated that he was late. And he kind of got called out for it. So he was, I was like such an, making me feel like such an inconvenience. I, it's very, like, I think one of the reasons I'm so unsuccessful is although I'm not a big confrontation person, I am not good at like taking shit or having somebody treat me like shit or like the help or like, yeah, you know. Um. Well, yeah, last night, um, I won't say what happened but i kind of had a situation last night where i tried to pop on a place i should have been able to pop on and i showed up and i had this weird interaction with another comic <clears throat> where i walked in i go you got a show going and he's like yeah and i walked in and like there was like 15 people in this place and uh it looked they looked they seemed good and i was like Ooh, yeah okay and it was one of these places where and i've talked about this before i by no means do i think that i am a famous person or a uh, celebrity by any means, but there's yeah. certain things when you do this long enough, and you, and certain things happen. I think I've, I've afforded myself to go to a, a C club. And I'm trying, and I'm being generous when I say C club, and 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 walk in and be like, hey, can I hop on? And if I'm totally nice, you know. Yeah. So I didn't get it was an attitude. It was a weird exchange where the dude running the show. I go, can I can I hop? Do you have time? Can I hop on? And he was like, oh, I don't want to tell you no. And I was like, but. And I was like, "Do you have the time?" I was like, "I was, I was just annoyed because I had, a, I had a set in front of four people that was like brutal, yeah, like right nearby." So I was already in my head, and I was like, "If I get turned down for this shit, I'm quitting." College. It was like one of those, yeah. kind of things, <laughs> right? So I go, "Do you have?" The, I go, do you, "Do you think I'm gonna pop on?" And I meant for like five minutes. But I didn't say that. All full disclosure. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, I don't want to tell you now." And I was like, "Then don't." So then don't. But I didn't say that. I go, "Do you have the time, or you don't have the time?" He goes, "No." We don't. And I go, and I thought it was just like, I'm not putting you on. Yeah. I, 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 so I, so I went and I just kind of like tapped the guy's shoulder. I think I went like that and I was not in storm, but I, I briskly walked out of there and I got a message from not the book, from somebody involved, like, like, like another comic who was like, Hey, just so you know, that show was running like super late. That's why they couldn't put you on. And part of me was like, I don't think, I don't think I probably seemed more mad in my head than I seemed there. I was just like, one up, one up for four people. Ate my dick. Terrible scenario. That's another thing I can talk about is the show I had before. Uh, terrible scenario. I bombed. I'm like, I need to redeem myself. Yeah. Walk nearby this other place. Go in there. I get told I don't want to tell you no, but no, I don't. Ha I'm like, if the show is running late, you could be like, hey, the show is running super late. I can't do it. I would have been like, oh, no problem, no problem. But they didn't do that. They go, well, I don't want to tell you no. I go, well, do you have it? You don't have it. And. So it was like two back-to-back -back weird things. And the person was like, hey, they'd love to have you. It's just the show was running late. And I was like, 
Oh, okay, thanks. I was like, all right, cool. But would, I, would I felt have, a little bit like a Would you have dick. accepted that answer before? Like if, if, if they were like, oh, my God, the show's running really, really late. Uh, yes, I would have. I have before. I've walked in places, and they're like, hey, we're about to finish up, and it's... and But a lot of times, it's not worth it. I, to me, believe me, if it, if it looked kind of rough, I would have been like, yeah, that's fine. But yeah. I, they, it looked good. Like, the audience seemed cool, and whatever it was. So, and it was like 20 people, 15, 20 people. So I was like, oh, yeah. And I really wanted to hop on. And I in my head, I'm like, I don't, I don't pop into... Uh, 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 you know, even 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 seller, comedy seller, I wouldn't be like, hey, can I? They don't really do that, but I mean, like, yeah, I know my wheelhouse here for sure. Yeah, so I got frustrated, but I also felt like a dick afterwards. And then when this person messaged me, I felt like a real dick, and I was like, oh, I hope I didn't come off like complete asshole. But it's a little bit complicated because I kind of don't care if I came off to so the person that I said that to. I was like, the person I walked out on, I'm like, I can give a shit what that person thinks. But the person who wrote to me and then the, the books, the club, also this other person who books the club, I do like them. So I'd be yeah. like, oh, I hope there wasn't, it wasn't recounted as me being a giant prick. You know? It's, do you think that that is, is what you would like least like your reputation to be? Yeah. I, I, there's a very, yeah. And it's not, it could never be, I've never been, I never, I might've had moments with people here and there, but I don't think it would ever be Donnelly's a dick. That's the one thing I can hold on to. I try to be not a dick as much as possible. Yeah. But I have moments. I say stupid things. But a lot of times if I get into it with somebody, I'll apologize, usually. I'll like try to be like, hey, sorry, I'm, it was in my head. Or say you know, something happened. But I think most people, you kind of thinking about your own stuff anyway. So it's never as bad. To, not as, sometimes it is. Or maybe it's worse. People are sensitive. Why do you well, think? What about you? What's the one thing you want to be known for? I guess funny is first and foremost. That I would want to be known for, yeah, is funny and like I have always taken pride in being like a good time, like mm-hmm. good, like fun to be around. Mm-hmm. Not even just funny, fun to be around. Yeah, and I, I, I think, I think as I've gotten older, I've lost that a little bit. I think. So I have my own, I think I've been the same way, but I think things changed a little bit. I think COVID changed things a little bit. Yeah. I think, I think age does it somewhat. I also think when you're trying to buckle down and do this thing and then you go and I don't know, I, I, I go in like the comedy cellar now I go and I'm not like as psyched to be there as I used to be. I, I am, I'm like an iPhone. My battery just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Like my charge. for comedy hangs or you mean? Life hangs in general. Yeah. Like. Like I I I can I, like I think I'm really fun for a certain window. I think what happens of the is night you're saying I say I think what happens is is I I like I either run out of steam from being tired if I if it's like a boozing thing I just get too drunk <laughs> because I can't hang like that anymore yeah. or I think you know what I mean like it's just like I'm like yeah, a, I'm the same way like a multitude of things that like I am the best hang. Until dot dot dot, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like until I get too grouchy, until I feel like I've like too fat and lazy, until I feel like something like I'm f- I'm getting fucking moody as I get older. Yeah, I've had yeah. I, that's what I mean about when you hear like stories, and we all know who I'm talking about when I say this. But you hear stories about opening. There's people that we know that open for big names on the road. And then you hear about what you have to go through. Like I, there's like it'd be great to have these gigs, but I hear stories about opening for this one certain guy that everybody can kind of 
takeaway. Yeah. But the activities that you have to do as part of the opening team, I don't think I have it in me in my age to fake that I'd want to do some of this stuff. I'm not saying I wouldn't partake, but I'm like, oh. I need my own, my own, my own volition. I need my own like, hey man, like I'd love to open for people. Like, I, you know, I love to a big name and you know, and your years booked out. Yeah, and it's easy doing 20 minutes a night, 15 minutes. Who knows what it is? But if you're, if it's the type where I'm being like peer pressured into going for go karts and then getting margaritas and then and then we have two shows that night, I'm like, not that I'm saying I wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, I'm just you... saying like, I don't want you to be so sensitive that you can't take me going. No, fuck that. I'm gonna go pass out, or I'm gonna go to breakfast with you guys, and I'm gonna go do my own thing, or I'm gonna, you know. Well, you know what's crazy? Which happens? Sorry. It's so funny that you said that because when when you had your um, Sean Donnelly and friend show at the cellar. Mm-hmm. Um, the most recent one. Yeah, uh, we were talking before you were, you know, running around doing whatever, getting ready, and I was talking with uh, with Carmen and Robbie, who you had on the show, mm-hmm. and they, we were talking about what's like the most fun thing you've done on a road gig that wasn't the gig, you know, like what was like the fun thing, and like, you know, like Carmen was talking about like going on hikes and doing this kind of stuff. And then Robbie was like, you know, I did go to this one spring and go swimming in it. It was really cool. And then like, I was like, yeah, I think last time I was on the road, me and Donnelly talked about going bowling and then we just <laughs> kind of napped in our separate rooms. Do you know what I mean? Like I am so like, I, it, it's that stuff always sounds like a better idea. It does. And it's also a thing where it's like, no matter what I do, even if it's like, usually what I'll do is chasing down a good lunch or something like that, right? It's like, hey, the big thing is like, wake up late, and you, go, you go grab lunch, go back, you have the alone time, you chill, and you go yeah. do the shows, right? I, what gets in the way is like, we talk, you know, like you said, like the boozing gets in the way. It's the boozing is, is part of the reason. But I also, even if I wasn't boozing, I, I, I hike in the morning. If you're not, I, I'm guessing she's going back and she's napping before the shows or Maybe. something. Because... Like even today, I have a long day, bounce around the city, and I'm gonna be a zombie by midnight. Uh, it's I, I, it, it takes its toll. So traveling, you kind of have that travel clock. It's like it's not vacation. It's like a lot of it it's, is you get you get to work only an hour a night, but you want it. You have to be like have all your faculties. It's really yeah. Like I, I was just uh, a couple of weeks ago. I did that those gigs in uh, Dania Beach. They're like it's right outside of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And I was talking to my mom on the phone. And she was like, "Oh, how how is the beach? Is it?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. I didn't go to the fucking beach. <laughs> the town is called Dania Beach. The beach is fifteen minutes away. It might I, I it might as well be. That's weird. Sixty miles away. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, what did you do?" I was like, "I took a long walk to a Starbucks, went through a Nike outlet, came back to my apartment, laid on my belly, prepared my set list, took a nap, woke yeah. up, watched some." TikTok and went to the club. Yeah, it's like it. It's, but I I'm all I'm okay with that. That I do that. Me too. Yeah. But but then I but but I do have that like a little bit of FOMO where I'm like, oh maybe I should go to a break room or a escape room or something. Or like well, it's also a axe thing throwing. Where, it's also a thing where it's like the I think sometimes people are like oh I do always do stuff on the road because it gives me something to talk about and I can kind of write on stage with it. I'm like, that is the FOMO part for me where I'm like, oh yeah, like, like you know, that, what is it? What's his name? Did that bit about the, the 
Serpentarium, whatever they call it, the, the, with the reptiles. And the, it was just some guy's house, and it was weird. And the, I think it was Nate Bargetti had a famous bit about it, and everybody would go to this. I think it was somewhere in, like, South Carolina or something. And it was like this... The place got shut down because the snakes were biting people. It was a good story. So I like the idea you want to get a good story, but I'm also like, I like the idea where I like hanging out after shows. I like, I like having drinks. I'd rather go back, sleep till whenever, go get a good lunch and then go do that. I'm like, I don't want to set up activities. Like I'm on, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm like, I like my pattern, but yeah, would it be good to like do something and like, Hey, you walk around a museum and you see something, you get something out of it, you know that kind of thing. Next time we do a road gig together, we should go do something fun. We should. We should make. Yes, let's do that. We actually was that with you when we did it? Oh no, I was probably with you not. Rooney. We I did do this when I was near Scranton. Didn't you? Wasn't that me and you? Mm-mm. Uh, well, one day we went to we went to an Italian uh, fest. It was me and my buddy Dennis, and then he was like, also we went. Um, we were we were right in Scranton, so we went to like the office locales. That's pretty cool. But it is still like it's not it's not adventure. No, no, no. like I went. You you know what I loved when I did? I'm like going rock climbing. Yeah. I actually think I talked about it on the on the podcast um, throughout the two years that we've been doing this two year anniversary. By the two way, two year baby. Um, I went to terrible twos. The Cheers Bar in Boston. Oh yeah, you think you told me about it? Oh, was it the best day? <laughs> I love the Cheers Bar. Is that one? That one's made up to look like it looks like the Cheers Bar. No, they have a replica above it, like a like a tourist, like almost like a like a Cheers museum. But it's the bar that but Cheers the is based on. The regular bar is the Cheers. The Cheers is based on, and you like it has the outdoor. And uh, when you're like walking down the like stairwell to get in, it's playing. <laughs> Is that the best television show theme song? Cheers. No. Oh, I don't know about that. Making your way in the world today. Of classic TV. Maybe, maybe that, the most iconic. Well, um, Growing Pains had a good one. I think, I think Growing Pains was, As long as we've got each other. You Baby, rain or shine. All the time, but it's not as famous as not as famous as Cheers. Yeah, that's and second most famous. What? Is that which one? So no one told your life was gonna oh. be this way. Honestly, <laughs> man, people would probably say that's the most. Famous. Those are the two most iconic. That literally went to like number one on the charts. The Rembrandts. They're like in the video. All the whole cast is in the video. Here's what. Here's let's do this to piss people off. <laughs> Top five intro songs. In television history, we've already added Cheers, Friends, I'm going to add Sopranos, Woke Up This Morning. No, I don't, I hate that song. Yourself again. That's the one thing I hate. That's why when HBO has the skip intro. No, you don't. Oh, I'm 100%. Are you kidding me? That song is so corny. No. Oh, it's so bad. What? When he's driving through Jersey? No, the opening's cool, and it's so iconic at this point, it's like... It, it gets you psyched for My dad used to get, get up and dance during that part. He'd be all, he thought it was so funny. Such a funny bit to do. He'd be like, <laughs> and that was back before you could skip it. That was when it was on live, and I shouldn't have been watching it because I was nine. <laughs> you know what's actually a good one? Is the office thing. That, that's iconic. Yeah, yeah. 
You're not doing it right, but yeah, uh, you're off, you're off key. The uh, other one is uh, well, Breaking Bad is a famous show, but their intro is just that, you know, it's just like a kind of like a mumbling. Like, oh yeah, but that's not really. But not a, a good, not yeah. a good, not a good. You know theme. what's good is, uh, um, they and it's cool. They had a different person do it each time. Was The Wire. The Wire. One of them was Tom. The Tom Waits one was great. Are you really into Tom Waits? Yeah, I love Tom yeah, Waits. I could see that. Um, <laughs> The what's what's more the the Sopranos is an iconic oh Entourage oh, oh yeah but those are like actually real songs even down in the hole is like a real song uh, what about ones that are just made for the show itself like Friends counts because I think it was made for the show I don't, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was yeah um that's a hard I have to think about number it. one is a battle between Cheers would probably be Cheers that. and Friends. I would rather the, the Cheers one, dude. To the point where, when I was a kid, so funny, somebody put a post once where they were like, "Hey, like, when you heard this theme song, you knew it was time to go to bed after The Simpsons because it would always come over on after The Simpsons." Cheers. Yeah, and you're like, "All right, now I go to bed." But the older I get, now that when I rewatched it, I get like, I would watch the opening every time when I watched it on Netflix because it was like nostalgic. It was so nostalgic. Yeah, it like gets you like filled up emotionally. Well, you you know how everybody says things like uh, like, like we listen to the rewatchables uh, podcast we both enjoy. Yeah, they just had a great one where they talk about uh, they talked about the movie Ferris Bueller one time, and they talked about how the first time when they were younger and they watched it, they identified with Ferris, and as they got older, they identified with you know somebody different like uh Rooney no no the not not Rooney who was <laughs> fucking <laughs> pedophile maybe maybe Jared Fogle identified with with Rooney um Alan uh Ruck, oh yeah Ruckman's Cameron's character Cameron when Cameron was in Egypt's land and then I think that there was a let dark Cameron go oh, God, then there was uh people that have said things about like like a lot of John Hughes movies usually where they'll be like you know, I identify more with the principal than I do with the kids in the breakfast club. Has there is there a movie that's like that for you? Where I identify with like not Where like the... something changes the next time you watch it? Or like who you're like maybe kind of like rooting for or like who your favorite is in a movie or like like something like the first time you watched it? Oh, that you could think of off that's a good I think it's a good question cuz Why do you have one? Um I I, I, I don't know if I have one offhand, but there's there's definitely things that like Drago from Rocky Four because I'm a communist. <laughs> if you really nice. started getting into politics, <laughs> you're like, yeah, this fucking this Rocky guy really ruined the the whole USSR. Um, I don't know. I just, I just think that's an interesting question because like how much we both really dig movies. Yeah, it's like where it's like I went against the grain on this, and I relate with the blank character. I think I, th- I think an easier question is. A movie that you loved and then rewatched and thought, wow, this sucks. Oh, well, I have a TV show like that. What is it? Home Improvement. <laughs> Home Improvement is a terrible TV it's show. Things. But I was a kid. I, li- I liked it as a kid. He's all Tim Allen in that show. Also a fucking asshole. Oh, his character. Pretty- <laughs> he is an asshole. He is a terrible husband. Um, he like yeah. It's literally every episode, him doing something terrible in his marriage. He talks to Wilson. Yeah, Wilson gives him advice. 
It's every episode. He fucks up all the advice, and then his wife still takes him back because, you know, she's kind of a fucking miserable bitch. And then Carmen Electra comes out. Right, it was a Carmen Electra. Oh, whoever that, whoever that, yes, yeah, Heidi. Heidi, was that Carmen Electra? Right, wasn't Carmen it? Electra was one of them. She was one of them. Um, but like Heidi, like like an owl was such a fucking weird guy. Yeah, you ever see hear him talk about? There's there's a clip online that shows up on my phone of him talking about the timing of, of when he realized like what how what the character is supposed to be, where Tim said a line. And it, 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 it was just written as him going, I don't think so, Tim, whatever it is. Yeah. And he waited a beat. He goes, but the way he talks about it is like he's Lawrence Olivier talking about stage acting or something. I don't think so, Tim. I don't think so, Tim. And it, it, he's, a, he's great for that part. He's perfect for that part. But he never did anything else. He hosted Family Feud for a few years and whatever. Richard and Karn. Then, and then nobody remembers him hosting Family Feud because I think he was the one right before Steve Harvey changed the world. Right with family. Feud. I think it was. I think it was off the air before that. I think it was on. He was on it. It was gone, and then Steve Harvey brought Steve it Harvey back. Brought it back. He's he might be the best host of Family Feud of the, of the whole time. But the um, the other thing I have is this: the reverse I have, real quick. Yeah. No. No. Soon. Yeah. The reverse I have is the first time I saw this movie, I was like, eh. I, I there was one aspect of the acting I thought was brilliant, and I was like, that's it though. I was like, eh. And then I rewatched the movie. I'm like, no, the movie's phenomenal. Is the master a PTA? I never watched it. It's first watch. I was like, movies, whatever. The acting is some of the best acting you'll see. Yeah. And then on rewatch, I was like, oh no, the movie's solid as well. Do you know what happens to me sometimes is where I will show somebody a movie that I really like, but I haven't watched it in a while, and then I'm watching it with them, and I'm either like, oh, this isn't as good as I remember. Or I'm like, oh, they're not going to like this because they're not watching it in the context of when I watched it. Yes. They're watching it with me hyping it up as a good movie and 15 years after it was relevant. We've, I think we've touched on that once before where time and place matters for when you watch movies and time of your life, like eternal sunshine I was in love with this girl when I was in my early 20s, like head over heels, first love. Yeah. And we had just broken up and it was like, I broke up, but it was because she wouldn't do it. And it was like, it affects me to this day. And I, right after it, I saw Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And it still holds up, the movie. The movie's great. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, it's so good. It's, It's brilliant. But the reason why I hold that so dear to me is because I saw it right afterwards. And it just, because it's like, it's probably the worst or best thing to see after a, a crazy breakup like that because yeah. it's literally about erasing your memory and like you just want the technology that's in the that, in the movie. Yeah. Like you want to like, live in the movie. You start googling it. Yeah, you're like, like, what's can this we based do this? <laughs> Can I send away for this? Eternal spotlight based on a true story. It was also shot like in Long Island, and Rockville Center, oh, really? and parts of it in Queens and all that. So I was like. I saw it and I like I, I think I, I the soundtrack to this day is special to me the everything about it and it was a time and place the movie is fantastic but God it was like it was so emboldened by by time and place you know which movie I have to watch for a third time first time I saw it I was like ah this movie is one of my favorite movies ever and it was Midnight in Paris never seen it Woody Allen movie right yeah yeah, yeah. but I watch it again like five ten years after. Comes up five years after after I watch it for the first time, and I'm I go, whoa! 
this is fucking boring. <laughs> it's not that good. And I want to watch it again. And, and, I, and I think it would be a good like a good like date night movie to watch. Yeah. But when I watch it for the first time, I think the reason that I liked it so much is I was in one of those phases where I was like kind of like up my own ass as somebody that watched movies. I had just graduated college. Yeah. And I took a film class my last year. It was like a pretty in-depth film class. So we were like watching like, like we were like studying like Robert Altman. You're watching with like a, yeah, a, a and critic's Stanley eye. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, and yeah, I watched yeah. this Woody Allen artsy movie about how we long for like a, a time bef- period before us that you know we we romanticize that but even those people in that time period aren't happy and long yeah. for something previous and i was just like wow is this just brilliant <laughs> owen wilson the better actor than i thought and then i fucking watch it the for the second time when like i've lived some life and i value my time more and i'm like the fuck is this fucking this, oh Pit pause to see how much time left. Yeah. Like fifty six more minutes. Fifty six more minutes. I already know what happens. And this is, the magic's gone. Uh, Ray, I think it's about that time, kid. Two years. Two, Two years. years with the pal. Congratulations. We used to. We, we got rid of that. That we was the thing. We used to do on. an awkward handshake. We an awkward handshake. That was actually a real good, a good man's one. handshake. It was, it was a man shake. Um, last question, a little, little bit, little bit of trivia. Can you name our first two guests that we've ever had when we? Oh, we, we rarely have. We bit. rarely have guests. Um, and we used to tell every guest that they were our first guest. Yeah. Um, first was it two Sean guests. Sean Murphy? No. It was was he second? He was our second guest. First guest. Uh, it was it, not Anthony DeVito. No. Was it? Who was it? Give you one more guess. Uh, 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 why can't I? We don't have guests, and it's two years, and I forgot. I um, know. Saint Germain? No. No. Who was it? Matthew Broussard. Our first guest. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's when we went and we did it at Sesh. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the first. For some reason, I had that as a it was our first after. guest, and then we told Murphy that he was our first guest, and then we told a couple more guests. We started. After we that thought that it was a funny bit guest. to say, and it worked a couple times. It worked a couple times, but everybody was just like really like, oh, hey, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate you thinking of me first, and then I started feeling a little bit like I felt bad. Shit. All right, but th- you bring up a good point, Broussard, who I told you what I did. I should have talked about that a little bit. Uh, this past weekend, I opened up for his special tapings in Brooklyn. Yeah. And man, oh man, I, that guy is really, really good at comedy. That guy is... Very funny. But even beyond, like he's one of these... I talk about underrated comic this guy is. He's such a great joke writer. These hours, he had him on for a while. He told me eight, eight years of stuff that he was like, you know. But it's like front to finish... He's he's joke writer guy, but he's so meticulous. Dance, dance with punchlines, like like to the point they should have it on Netflix. This freaking thing, yeah. Because dance with punchlines, it should it, it should do a thing where it kind of changes killed. murders. Now he had the kid opening. I can't imagine I'm not part of. Yeah, well, you're no, no. These the table. both crowds were phenomenal immediately, and I did yeah. a good job. I did a really good job on both shows. But then this kid went up and just had this like succinct hour. Yeah, that I thought was absolutely, uh, really, really great. Like, well, when that thing's coming out, we gotta we gotta have him back. We gotta have him back. Yeah, have him back. Uh, Ray, where can the where can the kids find you? Now I have you your, find, your real name on it. Instagram. You could find me at Ray Zawadney on Instagram. I'm no longer at Ray Be Killing Them. Um, you can find me at Ray Zawadney. I am still killing them. Just changed the name. 
Um, and uh, follow, uh, subscribe to Brand New Jerks on YouTube. Also, uh, subscribe to me and Sean's individual YouTubes because we're going to be posting some uh, some big uh, big things there uh, yes. in the, in the next few months uh, that we're both projects that uh, individual projects that we're both very excited about. But you can always get uh, your fix of the gruesome twosome uh, by subscribing to Brand New Jerks on YouTube. Please do it. Have your friends do it. Um, and uh, you know if you if you're on those uh, uh, Spotify or Apple Pods, make sure to leave us ratings and reviews, and uh, and tell your friends. We've been doing this two years, and uh, uh, we became great pals uh, doing this, mm-hmm. and uh, and we want to keep making these for you. So uh, keep on listening. And, and I am Sean. at Shawnee Time on Instagram, and yeah, absolutely. Like check our Instagrams for live dates coming up, and uh, yeah, definitely leave a review and. The YouTube's very important. Go on that and, and, and subscribe. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a great two years. And uh, yeah, March first, I'm doing an album. Yes, Souljols, Souljols in Jersey. Go see that. You'll see it online. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week at the movies. Oh, I mean next week. That's an old Susquehanna. All right. You okay? Is that Bye. is that your gird? No, that's my impression of you coughing for fucking <laughs> thirty minutes of the episode. All right. Bye everybody. Bye.